Hello there and welcome to the Pint-Sized Healing Podcast. My name is Max Thompson, let's get started. This is a topic that comes up again and again and again in conversations I have with um, people and especially as well with when Carrie and I talk about um, things that are going on in our lives. And it's this idea that two things can be true at once. I shared a quote recently by J.P. Sears uh, where, and he said this on his podcast, um, we can be reactive and pissed off and angry and scared and also grateful. It's just like your body has hands and feet. The two aren't mutually exclusive. This is something that uh, comes up a lot. And and I mean, I've, I struggle with it sometimes myself where you're like, okay, um, I'm feeling like this, but I'm also feeling like that. And those two things maybe seem uh, contradictory, but really they they're both kind of equally true. One of the one of the times uh, recently that I can remember uh, where I had this was in the uh, podcast I did about the passing of my father a couple of episodes ago, where I was talking about like, sure, my father was a you know, he was a target of an abuser. He was in an abusive relationship, which changed him a lot. And he was, you know, he was trying to deal with that situation. So I have, and I have compassion for him being in that situation. At the same time, that doesn't release him from the responsibility he had to me as a father to protect me from my abusive mother as well, right? So I have compassion for his situation as an adult and as a survivor of abuse. I can understand how difficult that situation is and how much it can change a person and how difficult it can be to get out of that situation. I understand that and I have compassion for that. At the same time, you know, uh, maybe my inner child is, is pissed off at it, right? Like you were the adult in that situation and you didn't protect me from her you didn't keep me safe from that harm from that trauma that has been done to me right those things are both true and it's not I don't go around holding a grudge in the sense that I don't feel angry all the time but um because 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 I do have the compassion and I do understand and it and listen I can hold on to a grudge all I want but it's not going to change anything right so I can I can let go of that um if not for any other reason then it would harm my health and my happiness a lot if I kept going around being angry and bitter about what happened to me but the thing is that I can hold, I can give my father responsibility for his part in what happened and still also hold compassion for what he had to go through. Those are two things. They are hands and feet. And although they maybe seem contradictory, they are both true. Entirely true. And so I think sometimes we try and think too much in kind of like, oh, but 
it has to be kind of black and white. And even if we can say, well, there's shades of gray, um, but it's still like, but we're still kind of have this idea that a situation has to be one thing, but a, a situation can be two things all at once. And, and that makes it very complicated and very complex. And uh, and when I started on my journey, especially around this stuff with my father, for, I'm just going to use this as the example because it's like the most recent thing that I can think of where I've kind of experienced this. So when I first started on my healing journey, I was very angry at, at um, my dad for not protecting me, for not stepping up and not you know, no, or getting on, right? I had a lot of anger towards him for that because there was a time where he and my, or my parents and my sister had this huge big argument and he ended up driving over to her house, showed up at her doorstep, crying his eyes out, begging her not to break contact with the family because he'd always been afraid that some, one of us would do this and please, please, please don't do that. And after I heard that story, and especially after I then, after I become kind of aware of really the dynamics that were playing, and I cut contact with my parents, and I thought, "Listen, dude, that is not a normal fear to have. That that tells me that you knew that something very." bad was going on you knew that that our family situation wasn't a good situation because otherwise you wouldn't be afraid that one of us would leave the family that's a I mean that's a, a that's a pretty extreme step to take I mean it was the right step for me and I don't I'm you know and it is for a lot of people who um suffer abuse it, you know, cutting contact is the right option, but it's not an option. It's not something that we do easily. It doesn't, it's not an easy process. It's not an easy choice. So when we do that, that means that something quite significant is wrong in that uh, familiar relationship. And so for him to have had that fear that one of us would do that, it gives me an idea that he knew what was going on, right? And and so I held a lot of anger towards him for that because I was like, how can you have, you were there, you must have seen what was going on, you must have understood how damaging that was and how painful that was because otherwise you wouldn't have held on to this fear that one of us would one day decide to leave the family. At the same time, I also understand that my father was someone who, when he was in his early 20s, met someone who he liked and who turned out to be, um, a toxic person who emotionally abused him throughout his adult life. They were, I mean, my parents were married for over 40 years until he passed away this year. So I understand as well that he was in that sense, a fellow target and a fellow victim of my mother's to toxicity. And it's hard when you're in a toxic situation, it's really hard to become an advocate for your fellow targets. And I've been in that situation as well. I've been in a work situation where I had a toxic boss and we could see that he was also treating other people poorly, but we didn't have 
at that point, the like the strength, the true understanding of what was going on. We didn't have, um, you know, we didn't have the tools that we needed in order to help our coworker, coworkers who were uh, also targeted. We couldn't help them because we couldn't yet help ourselves. So sometimes our feelings about a situation or a person can be very dual, but it makes sense that we feel both the anger and the disappointment, but also we can also have compassion and feel acceptance and forgiveness for that person because we have hand, hands and feet and the two aren't mutually exclusive. That was what I wanted to share. This is something that I I still sometimes have trouble kind of getting to grips with those kind of seemingly conflicting ideas I have about certain situations. But it's just, you know, it is what it is. Like the, the reality isn't black, white, or gray, really. It's, you know, technicolor. So there's lots of variation and, and lots of ways to kind of uh, look and feel um, at and about situations, people, all that stuff. So I hope that helps and it gives you some insight into your own healing journey. And um, I hope to see you again next week. Bye. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to ask, do you fancy going to a pajama party with me? Well, on the 24th of November, I am hosting what we call a pajama party over in the free Swan Waters Facebook group. And basically what it means that for 24 hours, every hour on the hour, I'll be going on Facebook Live and talking to you about healing and coping and generally building a wonderful life in the aftermath of abuse. So if you want to join me for that free event, then head on over to our Facebook group, join, make sure you're in there. And you will be able to see all the live videos on the 24th of November, but also you'll be able to ask me your questions and get some feedback on the stuff that you're dealing with. So head on over to facebook.com slash groups slash swanwaters. And um, I look forward to having a pajama party. See you then. Bye.